and welcome back to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. I'm going to be talking about why I think training for aesthetics fails in the long term, and while there could be some short-term benefit, while the overfocus or majority focus of using your training for aesthetics will have a negative impact on your life in the long run. And I'm going to loosely define what aesthetics training is here just because I think it will make it easier to understand where I'm coming from. And we're going to just define it as you feel that you are better looking now through your training or that other people will think that you're better looking through your training. And that's kind of the model that I'm going with here. Um, I also want to mention as well as there's a lot of coaches that, you know, they've heard my points, they've heard where I've come from, and they've said like, you know, but it makes the client happy if we go for that kind of training. Why don't we just, you know, isn't our job to make the client happy? Um, and I'm going to kind of go into why I think enforcing that even more and just doing it because the client makes them happy, why I also think that that could have negative repercussions in the long term. And kind of where I think training should be focused on instead, at least for the majority of people. And I've divided this into four parts. There are other reasonings that I have beyond this, but I wanted to do the four main ones. And I don't want to make this too long-winded for any particular reason. I kind of just want to be as concise as possible because for anyone who listens to this, I want to make sure that I'm it's very easy to understand what I'm talking about because I think this is definitely going, you know, against the green in terms of like why a lot of people train. I get that a lot of people train for, they want to look better. Um, they associate kind of what they look like with like their success in the gym. Um, same with kind of similar to like the weight on the scale. Like if they're losing weight, it means that the intervention is great. And I kind of want to talk about why we should look at training a different way. The first one that I'm going to go into is that Aesthetics is based, pretty much is based on the ideal look of the time, and the ideal look changes all the time. You know, if you look back at old media, if you look back at um, first time newspapers came out, or like what the ideal look was at that time, um, you're looking at women who were more heavier set, they had more weight on them, and that kind of signaled that they had enough to feed themselves. Um, if you come later, there's different styles that existed. Um, whether to have a big butt or not has been a good or a bad thing, depending on the times uh, and the generation, you know, kind of it's the thing now, but it definitely was not the thing, even in like the 90s or even like the 2000s, you know, there was a part of time. And this makes aesthetic training almost kind of like someone is constantly changing the finish line. And that makes it really, really tough to train for because it's kind of like, let's say you're going for the look, like whatever the look might be. Let's say small waist, big butt for as an example, because um, that's kind of, I think the stereotypical ideal look right now is you're going for that. That's your look. Well, what if the look later is bigger waist, small butt? And then all that training that you did is going to have to change drastically. And people saying like, well, that's not going to happen. Well, it's happened all the time. It happens decade from decade. It happens year from year. Um, and also I think what's important to point out is that the ideal look is also a lot of times based off of rarity. So the more unlikely the build is, the more ideal it's propped up. And therefore it's always kind of this goal that 
is really hard to achieve, I would argue it is impossible to achieve for many. And going for the ideal look, even if you were to achieve it, you know, they're just going to change it on you later. So maybe you'll get some short-term success, but then you'll have to do it all over again. And then all those years of work looking a certain way, um, it's just, it's going to be wasted. And personally, for me, like if I, you know, wanted to focus on something for the long term and I just found out that five years of training went to nothing, well, that's, uh, it's going to be a tough time. And I think that's, really difficult emotionally for a lot of people and also physically and I think also part of this and this is kind of my own like personal conspiracy theory is that one of the main reasons why it changes is because then they can just sell you kind of like new garbage as you know what the ideal look should be so you have to buy this thing that will make you have this uh, you see this with weight tra waist trainers all the time you see this with uh, you know, detox teas and all like, you know, like they have things like butt implants now and like even ones that you can put like underneath your pants and stuff like that. And so I think it's, it, you know, the, the, the look keeps changing. And I think almost from like a media perspective is that what it allows you to, you know, now you have to buy the new thing or like the new cosmetic item. And then it's so financially looking, going for the ideal look takes a toll. The second one that I think is really important, and this is going to kind of sound like a dig originally, and it's not, I promise, but the second one is, is that you as a person will age. This is not a dig. This is not me shaming you for that. Um, you just understandably do not look the same that you did 10 years ago, um, nor should you have to. I don't think that is a very good goal to work towards, but a lot of this aesthetics training is kind of based on the idea that you will stay the same age and the same look for your whole life. And I think that's just not a good idea emotionally, physically. And, you know, it kind of builds on the idea, like, you know, you're seeing a lot of people who want to like remove cellulite or wrinkles and things. And I think what we need to establish here is like before we buy all this anti-aging stuff and all these other tools is that there are no 60 year olds that look 21 and regardless of all the anti-aging creams that are out there or any of this you know training to anti-age or look younger or there's definitely training that can make you a healthier older person but there is not training that literally reverses or stops aging um, and that is sold a lot of the times and it's, it's very very unfortunate and I don't think that's a good idea is that to understand that you'll age and your body will change in shape. And I think that's we, we, we as a society need to understand that like, that's okay, that that's not necessarily bad. And that the focus of trying to constantly look 21 um, with like no cellulite scars, things like that, I think is impossible or it is so difficult that the amount of work that you would have to achieve is not worth it. And there's kind of like, so it was funny because I've talked about this on my um, Instagram page as well, but like, you know, one person was like, well, I mean like JLo still looks 21. And I'm like, maybe we shouldn't use JLo as the standard for what every woman should look like. Um, I think that should just be 
obvious. And I think, you know, it was unfortunate during the time when I think it was Super Bowl or something along those lines where she had her show. And people were like, wow, she looks so great for her age. And I think we just need to stop doing that self-comparison and understand that that is an outlier and there are outliers. But that does not mean like every 50-year-old should look like that. So I think that's, nor should you strive for it, even if you could achieve it, like the amount of effort and time. Um, and you have better things to do that are more important to your life. So I think that is important to understand. The third one is that by training for aesthetics, you is very easily, and I would say almost impossible, not to fall for a comparison trap. You're training for aesthetics, which means you're training for a certain look. So how do you know what is the ideal look, right? Well, you've seen it on other people, on models, maybe someone in your gym, someone who you want to look like. So by definition, you're looking at your body, you're seeing a body that is not yours, and you're striving for it. So it is comparison in its nature that like the only reason that there's a certain aesthetic is because it's a comparison to something else. And it becomes about what you don't have. Like you don't have abs, you don't have um, the right curves or physique, or you don't have like whatever it might be. And so, and you'll see this a lot of times where like, oh, this person's like body goals. And I'm like, that's not good. That is not a healthy mentality because body goals can either be unachievable or so difficult to achieve that it would take away from other aspects of your life. And then also becomes about what you don't have. And it's not becoming about like self-acceptance or, you know, caring for yourself outside of your appearance, which in my opinion should be the goal. We should be confident based on who we are as a person or what we can accomplish or instead of, you know, do we have the right look? Are we the right physique? Is this appealing to other people? I think is a very dangerous game. And I don't think, you know, in my opinion, we really should have less comparison traps as little as possible. I understand that as humans, we compare and there's, there's actually like evolutionary reasons why we do that. Um, but I think when you're training for aesthetics, that this is a kind of comparison that doesn't lead to any level of happiness. The fourth one, and I think this to me is probably the most important. You could debate which one's the most important, but is that your confidence and self-esteem is owned by others. When you're training for aesthetics, it's looking for compliments. It's looking for like, wow, have you lost weight? Or, um, well, you've, you know, got this now or don't have this or shrunk that or like anything along those lines and I think that's a dangerous game and I think the people who give those compliments are well spirited and genuinely mean well but I think the problem with that is is that it turns into a type where people own your self-confidence and self-esteem if you post a photo and you get all these comments about people talking about like how great you look um, and what you've changed I think the challenge of that is is that if they stop doing that, then your confidence goes away. And kind of for the reasons, you know, reasons one, two, and three are, it's almost for sure that you will lose it at some point. Maybe won't be in one year or five years or 10 years, but again, there are no 60 year olds that look 21. So if we're talking about like, what is a journey that will make you sustainable for life, which I feel like should be the goal, um, relying on the compliments of other people I think is a dangerous game. It doesn't mean you can't feel good when someone compliments you. I don't think like that's 
first of all, it's unhuman. Like we all feel like someone gives you a compliment and you're like, oh, thank you. Like it's just, it's, it's who we are. But I think relying on that is a dangerous game in that the bulk of your confidence or as much as possible should come from yourself and for what you believe in yourself and your own self-confidence and what you have accomplished. And I think the aesthetics training just doesn't lead towards that. And again, kind of reverting back to the original question, well, like if it makes them happy, why don't we just help them out and they'll feel happy and great about themselves. And I think, yeah, they might feel happy during the time they work with you. Um, They might feel happy for a long time, but if we acknowledge that aesthetics changes over time and therefore can be perceived as worse than before, then you're almost setting themselves up to be not happy with themselves later in life. And I don't want that. I, I want my clients to be happy for most of their life, as the rest of their lives as possible, or at least what I can do in that scope. So I don't want them to lose 30 pounds with me, get abs, feel great, and then 10, 15 years later, they lose it. I don't even like using the word lose, like your, your body just changes. And I think I want to set them up for something that is successful. And this is why I've been focusing on strength for the longest time is that, you know, strength you can keep for life. Uh, strength will go down in like your later ages, but it's much slower and the journey can change and it's fulfilling throughout and you can accomplish many goals. And it's not about the, you know, does someone tell you you have a great deadlift? Like that's not what it's about. And I think it's just a better way of training in the long term and i think this aesthetics focus it's just it almost has like a shelf life that i'm not comfortable with and if i'm going to help my clients like i i want to make sure that they feel great about themselves but i want them to feel great for their life and for something that they can accomplish that the aesthetics goals I don't think does that. And I think we need to be very careful when we talk to people about aesthetics. And I've also had weight loss coaches and other aesthetics who have kind of acknowledged that like it's not about the weight loss, like it's about more. And I think that's very telling as well is that when even the weight loss coaches are like, it's not about the weight loss. And I think like that is very interesting. But this is really my short summary onto like, why I am not for training for aesthetics in the long term and why I think it could be detrimental. I would love to know your opinions and if you have started strength training. Um, But otherwise, thanks for watching another episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Thanks again for listening to an episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. I really do appreciate it. Um, If you're a woman who is looking to get strong and feel confident and you want to focus on training that is not about appearance or weight loss or thinking you have to look a certain way, um, I highly encourage you to use the link in the description of this episode to apply to the Badass Lifter program. That's what the program's about. It's not about being a certain weight. It's not about looking a certain way. It's about you know building your confidence from within on what your body is able to do as opposed to what it's supposed to look like. Link is in the description of the podcast episode. I just wanted to say thanks again for watching and have a great day.